0: The Money Show. Small Business. With Pablo Fatidis. Pablo is on standby. He's listening in on Zoom this evening. Bradley Marshall, the senior marketing manager for Pedro's Flame Grilled Chicken, is on the line to us from Durban and KZN. So we're doing a slightly different approach to our small business feature with Pablo tonight. By now, you know that we on The Money Show love nothing more than successful startup stories. We love the fact that people create jobs. We, We really are very supportive. We actively promote small businesses. But recently, we were critical on our Tuesday evening ad feature of an ad campaign of a challenger brand in the chicken QSR, quick service restaurant sector. Uh, The brand in question is called Pedro's. Now, Jeremy Sampson, he calls himself the brand father, uh, made it his zero in our Heroes and Zeros feature. And it led to a discussion in which he and I made some fairly, you know, interesting remarks about the brand and its positioning. Uh, That annoyed Bradley. He was very cross with us. And so Brad sent me an email in which he expressed his displeasure at the way in which we'd spoken about his brand. Why are you so (laughs) cross with us, Brad? Uh, how's it how are you no exceptional <laughs> i'm delighted that you've agreed to come on because what we've asked you said okay pablo um please just tell us you know, tell us what we miss tell us where where brad has got things right tell us where where brad can maybe differentiate a bit but anyway tell us why you were cross because it's important Okay, Bruce,
1: we're not 50 years old,
0: <laughs> so let's
1: get the record straight.
0: Now explain to me, okay, this is important, Brad, because I mean, so Jeremy Sampson said this is a brand that's been around since 1972, it should know better. Yes. I think that was the tone of what he said. <laughs> I happened last night to go to a restaurant in the Thrup Center in Joburg, it's called the Fishmonger, and it's called Fishmonger Pedro's. So somehow okay. there is in the history of South African restaurants the Pedro's name that's been around for for quite some time. Do you know the history of it or not?
1: Um, well, yeah, I certainly know that we're not formed uh, in 1972, so um, yeah, we, we were actually founded in late uh, 2018, so that, um, yeah, it makes us four years old, and um, yeah, in terms of the history of the Pedro's name, I think uh, when one is Googling how old is Pedro's, um, yeah, I think there was a an American canteen in, in Oregon or something that was in 1972. So, yeah, that's not us. <laughs> We've been okay. around um, for four years and, um, yeah.
0: Well, to, to talk to me about Pedro's and how you position yourselves, your offering, to, because many people listening to the show tonight will be unfamiliar with the offering.
1: Yeah, okay, cool. Um, so we do amazing flame or chicken at unbeatable prices. Um, we are very customer focused, um, we've got our ear to the ground on what the customers want and what the customers need. Um, yeah, so, so we were founded in, in late 2018 and in that time we've managed to open nearly hundred stores and, you know, that's four years, two years of that. We went to the COVID pandemic, the COVID pandemic, which, yeah, so, um, yeah, in that period, we've managed to open all those stores.
0: It's a hell of a growth rate. Um, I mean, that's who, why we're calling
1: ourselves, um, you know, our claim to, to fame, which we were challenged on. <laughs> but that's why we're calling ourselves the Africa's fastest growing chicken franchise. So um, It's because, you know, our size is one third of the market leader in one ninth of the time. Who's the money behind Pedros? Who's the money behind Pedros? Yeah, who's the
0: investors behind Pedros?
1: <laughs> so we have, um, we have multiple shareholders. And, um, yeah, and then in that we have company-owned stores. And
0: then franchise stores. Okay, and, and so well, but you didn't mind that we were rude about your adverts because your adverts, I mean, no. I, uh, <laughs> um, you you play on and in the advert, one of the characters in the advert goes, um, thinking Nan, no, don't think Nan, it's yeah. Pedro's. So you you you, you trade <laughs> off your brand positioning within the Nando's context. You 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 see yourselves as a challenger brand to Nando's.
1: Yes. So we are a disruptive brand, um, and so I'll give you a bit of context to um, the advert. So um, yeah, we, we, like I said, we have our ear to the ground in terms of what our customers are saying and what our customers want. And, you know, on a daily basis we are Seeing comments and feedback because we, we, we track everything and we're looking at everything and what the customers are saying. And there was a real big narrative that came out online, um, that people were saying. It was the customers that are saying, Pedro's, go to Pedro's, you gotta try Pedro's. Um, so from that narrative that has been happening online, we, um, decided to make an ad
0: <laughs> okay I mean do you do you think you differentiate in the market do you think that you offer a, a fundamentally different proposition in the market other than price well um,
1: let's be honest um, there's only so many ways you can photograph a chicken
2: <laughs>
1: so it's all about kind of bringing up um, nuances that make it identifiable um, so if you look at our styling, we focus on a few ways of presenting our chickens, trying to get it looking as authentic as possible. Um, so in-store, there's there's multiple ways you can have it served. You have it as a whole chicken. You can have it cut into four, cut into eight. And and that's what we kind of try to, to represent if you look at our social media and, and our brand imagery. Um, and then some key differentiation, I would say, is, look, there is a the familiar basted peri peri uh, basting and and yeah and then we also offer a whole new flavoring option which is completely ours and it's called sprinkle chicken and that is a chicken that is spiced on the grill with the most delicious spices um and then that you can choose in your flavor and heat preferences um, okay no okay yeah. brad
0: what I've done is i haven't um I've, my interaction with Pablo fortiz Pablo is independent. Pablo is the founder of Auric Business Accelerator. he advises businesses um on growth strategies and differentiation and all of these sorts of things and so i've had limited interaction with Pablo over the last week and I've said to Pablo, please would you have a listen to the conversation that Jeremy and I had? please have a look at the email that, that Brad sent me, and I have sent an email back to Brad inviting him on uh, and saying if Pablo agrees, would you come on and let's talk about it. Um, let's let's hand over to Pablo because I'm curious, Pablo, as to see uh, in terms of the South African environment which has got many quick service restaurant options um, where KFC is a market leader in this environment and you know, famous brands famously tried to bring Church's chicken into this market and failed because KFC in the deep fried category was just dominant and nobody could beat them in that particular space. Uh, and then of course Nando's in the flame grilled category brought an alternative And now we've got Pedro's. What's your
2: assessment? So, Bruce, it it is—it's an environment that is so highly commoditized because it is so popular. It's, It's probably the most popular meal. Chicken is probably the most popular meal across South Africa in terms of a protein option, and it is very, very, very well represented. If you think about what a brand is, a brand really, uh, which is hopefully what differentiates one chicken restaurant or group to the next chicken restaurant or group, a brand is really a feeling that people who engage with that company have towards that company. And a brand is going to be created by two things. It's going to be created firstly by the product that you offer, and then it's going to be created mostly, mostly by far by the experience that you have interacting with that company. So if I look at Pedro's, there are three main proponents that are gonna drive the brand. You're gonna have you and me as consumers. You're then gonna have the franchisees because as Brad explained, um, they're rolling out franchisees at pace. And I had a look at all the competing franchisee offers. They've got quite a compelling offer. It's affordable. It comes at a low monthly cost, um, hence the rapid take up uh, that sits behind the brand itself. And then you have employees in the company and all of them together form opinions through social media, through engagements with friends, family and others around what their impressions and experiences are. The product must solve a problem. That's its job. But the thing that makes up a product over here is quite complex because it goes beyond the chicken and it goes beyond how the chicken is prepared and it goes beyond uh, the secret sauces or flavors that might be used. And the reason I say that is because if Pedro's comes forward with a great spice, out of sheer necessity, all the competing brands are going to come forward with a great spice. So winning on product only gets you so far. I think what really distinguishes a brand is the experience you create for a customer group. And the part that I'm still not clear on, Brad, is that the market segment that you claim to serve, and I looked at all the locations that Pedro's has established itself in, that middle market segment, the one that you put forward so eloquently in your email to Bruce, is one that is a mass market, and is coming under tremendous pressure because of our poorly performing economy. You want to be the home and heart of that market itself. My understanding is that Nando's is a fundamentally different market. When I looked at the ad, all I could think about for the remainder of that ad was Nando's. So I got confused by the advert. I then went onto your social media platforms. And I think you are square and center in that mass market. Because that social, the social platforms were alive and they were vibrant and you were engaging an audience and getting the audience to generate the content and become excited around the brand. So those two pieces didn't correlate for me. The question I'm left with, and I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on it. Who exactly is your consumer that you are chasing? Are they right at the bottom? Are they in the middle? Are they at the top? Because a brand that succeeds in any one of those three demands, when it starts to move either up or down, is going to find itself creating very confusing messages out there.
1: Brad? Yeah, OK. So, um, so in terms of our, our LSM, um, we do appeal to, to a large spectrum. So um, we, we are kind of playing in that, um, that lower middle to upper middle class. Um, you know, however, the brand is currently moving into, into different suburbs and it's growing its market share. I think the goal is for us to try and include people from all walks of life. Um, you know, We are really customer focused and we are pride ourselves on, on service, on quality um, and at the end of the day, um, we want to have our product available to as many people as possible. By providing amazing
2: chicken at the most affordable price. I get it. I get it. So I'll tell you where my concerns would be, Brad. The thing is, if you are moving to, let's call it, let's, let's break the market up in simple terms to the, the, uh, the mid market, the lower end of the market and the up end of the market in economic yes. terms, affordability terms. It's very, very hard for a brand, any brand, to span across all three on the proposition that says amazing quality chicken at the best price. Because at the end of the day, the input costs to create a really incredible meal are fundamentally different to the input costs that would create a really affordable meal. And that's where my concerns would be around here. I think from what I'm seeing and from what I've read, the social media environment that you're tapping into, young, vibrant, on-the-go, mid-market, is an extensive and an expansive market. And I think you've got the formula right, based on your locations, for that mid-market so neatly and well. And my only suggestion would be, stick to that formula, because the moment you start moving up, You're going to start to leave behind either the quality or price element. The moment you move down, you face the same problem. And in doing that, it creates an opening and a gap for a competing brand, which is sure to come. I think the growth strategy should be to roll out nationally as opposed to at this stage, early, four years early in your young life, to move up market in order to try and span from lower to lower middle, to middle, to middle upper, to upper end of affordability ranges.
0: Very, very briefly, Pablo, my question here is, there's an obvious cheeky um, go at Nando's. And I, I commented, I think, in the, with with Jeremy, that the styling of the chicken of the shoots and stuff and the products and, and the peri-peri and the cockerel feels like nandos and In the advert, they make a, a, an inferred reference to Nando's. Do not need to stand on their own two feet on this in terms of a, a, a identify as as, as as an individual mm. brand rather than trying to get attention by poking fun at the incumbent.
2: I completely agree with that, Bruce. As I said, my experience for watching the 30-second ad is as she turned around and said Nan, and, or he turned around and said Nan, and she interrupted with Pedro's, all I did was think about Nando's, whilst mm-hmm. watching the Pedro's advert. And I don't think it did, in terms of the market segment that I'm in, any favours for the Pedro's brand. I think when Brad mentioned already that they've got a very particular spice that they use, which distinguishes them in the marketplace, I think that that romantic liaison between the man and the woman in the advert, that soft moment, that cajoling moment, that warm moment, could have been set alight rather talking about the sizzling excitement of that vibrant test to heat up what might lie ahead which was inferred in the advert itself <laughs> Hey, now, steady
0: on, this is a family show Pablo, Pablo <laughs> Fatidis. Thank, thank you very much, Brad, Um, thank um, you for coming on, um, you know, a final comment to you and then we have to go to news Um, Yeah,
1: I think a uh, final comment to me is um, you know, we are a passionate brand um, the point of that ad was to put in a place where you're not maybe only now thinking of one market leader, but you are considering others, and yeah, we are on a, an amazing growth trajectory. We're going to hit a hundred stores in the next um, in the next month. So we're really excited. Um, we love chicken. We love South Africa and its people, and we're here to give them the best service and the best. Chicken
0: available. Long, at uh, Brad. <laughs> may, long may it last. Being, as I said to you in my email, I mean the long may it last because you're creating jobs, you're creating opportunity, you are creating, you're contributing in an environment that desperately needs companies, businesses, desperately needs businesses. Brad Marshall, thanks for coming on. Senior marketing manager, Pedro's flame grilled chicken. Pablo Fatidis, thoughtful, deep insight. Thanks very much for that as well. A good learning experience.